Wait, what size are we going to do? They're very small. Eh? So I'm getting eyelash extensions. It's my first time and the whole thing feels really weird. But I was introduced to Robina, who's 36 years old and um, puts eyelash extensions on people. So you're lying on her lap facing upwards and she's, you know, she taps your, eye, your eyelids down and it felt like she was sewing into my eyelashes. But what I loved about it is that she starts to tell stories because I can't, you know, I can't talk, but I can't move. Yes, I saw black, I saw green, I saw yellow, I saw orange, I saw small ones. I even saw the big one. The first time I saw it, it was swallowing a dog. This is Lulu and you're listening to Real Talk 256. So for our 34 fans out there who've been listening, we changed it from Real Talk to Real Talk 256, the postcode of Uganda. We hope you enjoy this. You know, there's this movie, Baby's Day Out. Mm. So when I watched Baby's Day Out, I remember that day I was lost in the game park. So you watched it after? After, after, after. We'd never had TV yeah. for us. Yeah, so tell me about how, what happened. So with uh, the day I was lost in the game park, I think I was nine. I was lost the whole day in there. Were you staying close to the game park? Yes, Queen Elizabeth. You know, a lot of people spend so much money to visit game parks. But before coming to that city, Robina grew up right next to Queen Elizabeth National Park. And the wildlife was just her backyard. You could see all the animals, hippotamuses, I'm talking about rhinos, giraffes, zebra, impalas. I even saw a leopard, I remember. Surrounded by the most spectacular landscape and wild animals, Robina felt one with nature from an early age. Me, I'm this person who usually made sure that I woke up every morning to look at the sun when it's getting out. That was something that I used to do every morning. I loved it when, ever since I was still a child. I remember a, a group of kids came to our place. So they came to our place and asked us to go with them to get uh, firewood. That very day, my brother convinced me and we went. The good thing we had those small gum boots mm. for kids, huh? those small boots. So as we went, I told my brother, but we're going just near here. He said yes. But the parents didn't know that we were going. So that very day we went very far. Because Robina grew up where she did, they used to have this tradition of using a plant. When dry, they wore it like a glove and it made a loud clapping sound to scare away animals. You put in your fingers and you start clapping your hands with that thing. So it makes a very loud noise. Mm. To the essence, someone can hear you when he's, he's very, very far. So that noise could scare off animals. So we went to, buff to buffaloes, eh? there are very many, so the, the, one of the smartest kids told us, he was older, told us that we make noise for the buffaloes so that we take them like cows, we become the shepherd, <laughs> the, the shepherd for the buffaloes. So we also thought it was fun. Eh? Once we started clapping, they went. So we followed them, clapping, clapping, clapping. So each and every animal we could find, it could just run. So we enjoyed it, the giraffes, the zebras, the impalas, everything was running, like running, running. It 
was fun at that time. It was really fun. But you know, when you're close to people, they, you hear people saying, you know, it's very good to find buffaloes when there are many, like thousands, but it's very bad to find one <laughs> buffalo. Uh-huh. So you could hear them saying that. Huh? <laughs> it's very bad. If you ever find one buffalo, you know you're dead. You, know, you have to hide the way you can. So in that process, as we are going, eh, mm-hmm. then one buffalo started, you know, when it became angry somehow, could see going, then coming back, going, you know, everywhere, every, every buffalo, they are moving ahead and other animals. You see one stepping aside, stepping aside. Then I told my brother, you remember <laughs> what daddy said eh? He said, if one buffalo, you find one buffalo, you are in trouble. Let's go back. He refused. He refused to go back. I even told the one who was leading us, our commander, eh? <laughs> I said, let's go back. This buffalo is staying behind. <laughs> so they never listened to me. Me, I got scared. Eh? So on my own thinking, I thought I could go back. So I turned. I wanted to go back home. Mm. Imagine when you're going, eh? you're going this side, you're going this side, you're going that side. So for me, in my thing, I know if I turn back and go, I'll go straight home. Mm. That's how I got lost. After how long did you realize that you were lost? I realized after like an hour, moving without reaching where I'm going. <laughs> so I turned back, I moved, 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 moved. I couldn't see the game. You know, there is those, a game, a game where those game rangers stay. Eh? Mm. It's built. Mm. I couldn't see those buildings. I was like, eh, I'm not seeing the buildings. Where should I go? So you go this side, you find yourself in the water because the path is divided with the water. You go that side, that's how I saw most of the animals. I cried. I cried. Then after crying, then you could feel inside you, so, eh, you're making noise. Animals will come and find you here. Then you keep quiet. You start crying when you're not making noise. Eh? The worst part is when I found, uh, uh, they, called it, they called them what? You know, these, uh, these animals that look like pigs. Eh? That's a warthog, by the way. Yeah, mm. they have two sharp teeth here. So I found it that they were too old and some kids, some babies, eh? I don't know. So that animal, when I saw it, because they told us, mm. they said, if you ever find that one, just go and climb on uh, something hilly. You know, when the ants, eh, they build some things, so they become like a part of soil, when, but it's very strong and heavy. Mm. So when they said I climbed, when I tell people this story, they don't believe me, but it's true. You climbed an ant here? I climbed that, that, that ant thing, yeah? Because they came running to me. You know, when it's running, it doesn't face up. It faces down like this, <laughs> like <laughs> So when I, I climbed there, so I sat down, so I started to cry. They started digging the what? The auntie. Yes, when I was sitting there. It could go just because they can't jump up. So they went up. They started digging, digging. <laughs> they said that that thing is very angry. To the extent it can dig that thing until the next day, wait, you're not there. Are you serious? Yes. But for me, I saw it. They started digging it. Well, as it digs, the, the soil is coming on me, like beating me, like some parts <laughs> could come on me, <laughs> like hit me. Eh? Mm-hmm. Some there crying. But in that process, 
I'm like, I enjoyed that nature. You could first sit and cry as you're crying. You're looking at maybe at the nature. I saw the plants. I saw how they behaved. I saw everything. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at nature, this is something, I don't know if it happens to anyone, but this is something that makes me feel happy, yeah? Slowly by slowly, you start to feel happy and you end up finding yourself smiling to the nature. You're alone and you're smiling. But I never forget that day when I met those animals, with the one that dug the auntie. Mm -hmm. After they went, they stopped. Yeah, they stopped and went. So I was there, I was scared now. If I go, I'll find them. Did they go this side? Did they go this side? You know, when you're scared, you don't think. What about the loud thing that you are using to chase away the animals? Now, with the scare, I, I, I lost the thing and decided to go back home. That's how I lost my other friends. So when my brother reached home, they asked, her, where is your sister? They asked him, where is your sister? said, ah, oh, she left already, isn't she here? They said, ah, oh, we've not seen her. <laughs> so they, they, they sent people to look for me. As people were looking for Robina, she eventually climbed off the anthill having outweighed the angry warthog. But her relief was short-lived as she came across an even bigger animal, the elephant. Now, with my understanding, since I was little, I knew that if I'm going back, I have to go up here. You know how the park is? There's so many uphills. <laughs> So I, started to, I decided to go up here, then I met uh, an elephant. It was in front of me, but here, it, it was behind the, 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 the big, something like a forest. Eh? But I was behind, the way you can be behind the kabush, eh? I was there watching, I was like, now if I run, it will hear me. If I stay here, you know that what is that thing it uses to carry stuff? That trunk. Yeah, that trunk. So whenever it could be like this, so I felt like the next time to do like this is taking me because it picks a huge range of uh, grass. Then it broke that tree when I was there. I was like, oh my god, it's going to hit me with that tree. So I couldn't run. I was there, quiet, like crying. You know, you had cried. The tears are already out. You're like. Mm, you have cried the whole day. Then also the elephant, I watched it very clearly. It's like I was under it because you know you're little, you're sitting in the bush, eh? <laughs> thinking that you're hiding. Eh? But I could imagine turning like this and taking me with its what? The trunk. Yeah. Then uh, after they went. What was even more frustrating is that Robina could hear the sound of that plant that people used to clap because they were looking for her, but she wasn't sure what direction it was coming from. You could hear the sound come from the east, then from the west, then from the north, then you're there. You don't know where to go, but you hear the sound. I was like, okay, I'll keep on going up here. I continue going up here. I continue going up here. I even saw the snakes, these big ones. I saw black, I saw green, I saw yellow, I saw orange, I saw small ones. I even saw the big one. Yeah? The, this big one that swallow. Yeah. Finally, I saw the houses I was, I was looking for. The one that 
it's like a game launch where people sleep when they come to the power court. Mm-hmm. So I saw I went there. Imagine when I saw I, I saw it, I burst into a very big sound. I started crying. You know, I felt mm. angry. I felt safe. I felt like oh my dear, I was almost dead. Now I st- I went there. I walked the whole day. I didn't eat lunch. I've been in the park. Imagine I didn't. <laughs> I suffered. By the time I reached the the, game, the park, they were like, everyone is looking at for you. Where have you been? I was crying. Now that's when I got scared that my mom's going to beat me. Was that more scary than being in the park? No, my mom's beating was more scary by, than being in the park because me, I've always feared someone to beat me. Yet my mom was busy beating me every day, yet I hadn't done a lot of things. She was beating me because why did others do this when I was there? As a firstborn, this always happened to Robina. She was constantly getting punished for what her siblings did. And even if she made a smart decision to return home and might have got lost, she was worried that she'd get punished for them having left in the first place. The, the warden went with me. I told him, my man is going to kill me, help me and come with me at home. Mm. Then the warden's like, no, she's not going to kill you. She's looking for you. I told him, he, she's going to kill me. You don't know that woman. She's going to kill me. Help me and take me home. I reached there. I found that everyone had gathered at home. They, everyone was, was looking for me. So when I came, they gave me food. I wasn't. I was very tired to eat food. They gave me milk. I took milk. Then I slept. That morning, the next morning, my mom gave me a very good beating. But after, I could remember how I went, met this, how I met the other one. I cried in that very game park. Mm. That was my childish. It was sounded like a was uh, memory. But to me, it's now a good, good memory. Mm. After I survived, it mm. was a very, it's a good memory. Robina isn't kidding when she says that this is one of her best memories. During our two hours together, this was the lightest story she told us. It got pretty dark pretty quickly. She told us about like early pregnancy, being threatened by a gun, abusive parents, and giving birth by herself. And yet, even then, this wasn't the worst of it. Robina's story is one of survival, perseverance, and endurance, but also always going uphill, however difficult things are. To hear more, listen to part two and part three of this episode.